You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back into a Victory Monday edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. It is November 6th. The Kansas City Chiefs pick up a massive win over the Miami Dolphins with a 21-14 victory in Germany. Let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sweeney, uh, I think the first half performance by the Kansas City Chiefs was about as perfect as a performance as you could get defensively. Second half, not very pretty, but the Chiefs defense gets it done. The offense does just enough to give them a lead, and then the defense wraps things up and holds on to it. So huge win, even though it, it still wasn't quite as pretty as we would like to see from the Kansas City Chiefs. No, I, I think defensively, you're looking at maybe the best defensive team in the league, which is unbelievable. I think it's just something we didn't expect going into 2023. And then the offense is halfway through the season, still figuring it out to an extent, which is also something we didn't expect in, in 2023. The thing we probably expected in 2023 is that the Chiefs would be seven and two at the bye week, like something like that, right? And so, uh, again, regardless of how it looks, the end goal is the same. Uh, but if the Chiefs are going to win a championship, I think we're all starting to realize they need to look a little bit more like they did in the first quarter than the next three. Yeah, it's, you know, you're you're through nine weeks of the NFL season and we still have tons of questions about this offense. But I talked about it this week on show and BK, and I, I think it still stands true even more on Monday that the Chiefs really need this bye week. Like, I, I think Andy Reid really needed this bye week to to reset and, and figure out how they get some things figured out offensively and coming out of the bye, they obviously they, they step right into another massive uh, matchup. It's a Super Bowl rematch, Monday night football game against the Philadelphia Eagles. And in that game, I really, really hope, Pete, that we see the Chiefs come out of their bye week with a plan installed to get Rasheed Rice heavily involved in the offense as their legitimate number two option. Because on Sunday, he still has the touchdown, has another nice catch that would that, uh, – that led to a long scoring drive for the chiefs. It was a huge moment in play in the game by the chiefs rookie wide receiver, but there's simply no one else on the team that's reliable in the receiving group right now outside of Travis Kelsey. So they got to get Rasheed Rice more involved coming out of the bye week. I think without a doubt, uh, I think the offense right now runs through Travis Kelsey. And when a defense has a plan for him, like we saw on Sunday, the Chiefs are forced to pivot with second and third and fourth reads. And I think it's an offense that draws up plays with Kelsey as the primary. It's an offense that draws up plays with Isaiah Pacheco as the primary. I'm I'm thinking Andy Reid needs to go in the bye and say, you know, we need to draw some stuff up where Rasheed Rice is the primary, right? And I think in, in some capacity, you saw Travis Kelsey being a decoy of sorts because he was 
getting so much attention and the Dolphins were so sure that they were going to let Kelsey beat them where you saw Sky Moore get that 23 yarder. That's because Kelsey was drawing the defense in and you saw Jarek McKinnon get that key touchdown. That was because the, the defense was drawn toward Kelsey moving to the left side of the field. If you're looking from behind the quarterback. And so it's, it just can't be all Kelsey if you're going to win the championship. It, it seems like you can win a lot of games because you have a great defense. Uh, even when, when Kelsey uh, is, is less dominant than we're used to, but that's not going to be the case for the duration of three to four uh, playoff games. And so you have to figure something out. And this is always the time of year where Andy Reid really looks inside, you know, then he challenges the coaches um, to review the film and to say, where can we be better? And they, a lot of times, and this is this goes into Andy Reid winning so much at the bye, they come out looking like a different team. So I'm very intrigued for 14 days from now what the Chiefs' offense is going to look like. But I'm I'm probably like you, Steve. I'm I'm ready to take a little break here. I can I can wait <laughs> the seven days before we get back into to press conferences. The, the next time we'll talk to the Chiefs will be Monday uh, of next week, uh, actually. So uh, a dark period right now. Uh, but it's one that the Chiefs need to kind of figure out what their identity is on offense. Yeah. And while, you know, there's going to be some frustration coming out of that game, the Chiefs are still seven and two. They've got really important wins over legitimate contending teams in the AFC, like the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins. Those wins are going to be really important come playoff time. Uh, much more so than the division loss to the Denver Broncos. Like the Broncos aren't a playoff team. That loss does not matter at all. We can put it behind us. Bad performance. They got it done against one of the best teams in the NFL and the Miami Dolphins in a huge matchup in an international game where you know, we made so much this past week about, oh, the Chiefs are leaving really late. Are we sure that's the right idea? Like the Dolphins have been there all week. Is that is that uh, like is that going to be a deciding factor in this game? And uh, cre credit to the Chiefs. Like they were prepared for this game, at least defensively. And I think the chiefs opening drive of the game was the good stuff like that. That was the great opening script for Mandy Reed. And then they have that 13 play 95 yard drive, which was one of the best drives they put together all season. I think other than that, it was ugly and, and it was a lot of inconsistency and sloppy play. Like we've seen all throughout this season, but the only thing you can do right now is lean into that truly elite defense that showcased itself on Sunday and hope that the offense at some point down the line this season just looks a little bit more functional. Like you just want them to be, to yeah. play cleaner football and be a little bit more operational than they are right now. As, uh, as the kids say, Steve, the opening scripts, it, it still slaps at, at this point. After that, the chiefs offense just, it feels out of sorts after that first, you know, one or two drives. I actually think that they want, to come in with a, a certain identity where you want to get Travis and Rashi involved and you want uh, Isaiah Pacheco to run the ball. I, I was happy to see that they gave him 16 carries, probably deserved more uh, in this game, but they were able to give him 16 carries. And you see the difference when Mahomes is hitting different receivers and is able to get uh, Isaiah Pacheco going. I do wonder if this is a team that needs to lean into two or three or four wide receivers, as opposed to four and five and six. I know we'll, be looking into the snap counts from this game uh, but you, you know Rice is one of them do you go and do you identify okay uh, let's lean into Kadarius he's electric when he actually can stay on the field and maybe that other receiver is Justin Watson right maybe Marquez Valdez Scantling gets less maybe you're deciding okay these couple plays from Sky Moore they're leading us to believe he can be that spark for us but I think 
maybe in the second half, you lean into three and four instead of four, five, and six, uh, and you start to see what that can mean for your offense. Yeah, I, I think th- this is a team that we, we've talked about it a lot, and I think you just kind of mentioned it. Like They're still figuring out their identity offensively. Uh, defensively, though, man, this team looks like they've really got something special going on on the defensive side of the ball. Steve Spagnuolo was absolutely incredible on Sunday, slowing down the best and most explosive offense in the NFL. Like just so much credit to him as a play caller in the game plan that he put together against this Miami Dolphins team, because the chiefs defense was just exceptional and they don't win that game without that, you know, incredible play just before halftime where, you know, uh, Trent McDuffie uh, just c- kind of kind of like poetry on the football field forces the fumble on Tyreek Hill. Mike Edwards scoops it, pitches it back to Brian Cook, who returns it for a touchdown like that play perfectly encapsulates what the Chiefs are this season and that they've got this truly elite monster of a defense while the offense is just kind of. eh. Yeah. And without that defensive play, who knows how this game goes? So it was so important for them to to have it and just a heads up play, you know, when you, you think about what went into it, Legarius needed to check out. And so I think Trent McDuffie, I mean, I, I'd have to talk to him. I wasn't in Germany, but I think he identified the fact that, you know, they might dial up Tyree kill because Snead was assigned to him in this game and they did. And he was ready to knock the ball away. Mike Edwards picks it up. He's got so many years of experience. I'm not sure if a less experienced player tries a lateral in the middle of a game that you need to win. Uh, but thank, thankfully he did, and Brian Cook was able to take it home. Brian Cook runs a 4.59 40-yard dash, Steve. Uh, he had the fastest run of any Chief this year. I, I think <laughs> when you have open field and a lot of green in front of you, it makes a difference in your adrenaline and the motivating factor, and he ran faster than any Kansas Chiefs player did this year all the way for the touchdown, and it ended up being the game-winning touchdown. And you talk about defenses around the league. I don't know if I would take anyone's defense rather than the Chiefs' defense, shorter than maybe the Cleveland Browns. Maybe they would be in that mix. But aside from that, uh, I think the Chiefs' defense is right there with the top defenses in the league. And it's we, we can say it at this point. It's the reason they're 7-2. They've bought time for the offense to figure out who they are. Uh, so you hope that happens at the bye to match it. Because if the offense can get things going, again, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, so I you know, still have faith there. You're looking at a good, big-time favorite to repeat as champion we haven't seen it since the early 2000s with the new england patriots it's very very hard to do we've only seen it a couple times in nfl history but they would be right in the mix to to win back-to-back titles yeah and this is a defense that doesn't have nick bolton right now and you know he should be back later in the season to just add, add another piece to this unit ahead of the playoffs but just an incredibly impressive performance from the Kansas City Chiefs defense. They have proven over and over again that they are, in fact, an elite unit. And I think the most impressive thing about Sunday's win, you can tell me if you agree or disagree, Pete, is that you know we talked about all week long covering this Dolphins team is that you got to get to Tua quick and you can't blitz him because he just picks apart the blitz and he gets the ball out really fast. He wasn't getting the ball out fast on Sunday and the chiefs were coming after him and getting some pressure on him. But I think what was so impressive about their defensive performance is that Spag said, I don't care what he does against the blitz. Like Steve Spagnuolo was still blitzing him and the chiefs blitzes were still successful. And then when they weren't blitzing him, Tua was having to hang on to the ball because there weren't guys open down the field, which like 
we haven't seen another secondary straight up go toe to toe with the explosive Miami Dolphins pass catchers and legitimately blanket them in the secondary. So I think just top to bottom, just just everything was working for the Kansas City Chiefs defense up front. And then the secondary just put together their best performance of the season, hands down. Yeah, it's all the levels. They weren't running some games up front. You saw the linebacker play was good. And certainly the secondary makes you think twice about Jarius Sneed just walking away in free agency. Starting to look like something where you're going to want to keep Sneed and McDuffie together because it makes a difference. And especially if you are able to improve your offense uh, in the offseason coming up. We know that this is a, a heavy wide receiver draft and there should be some quarterbacks in the mix, which helps, which helps to improve your pick because we know the Chiefs don't need a quarterback. And so, again, uh, just a, a, an excellent job. And to have the Dolphins come in and to see what they did against the, your division rival, the Denver Broncos, who just beat you, putting up 70 points in that one game, 33.9 points a game, and to hold them to no points in the first half and 14 total for the game, I mean, it is an, as impressive as they come. And the Chiefs defense should gain confidence from this because if they can do it against the Dolphins, they can do it against anybody. And you're going to want to have that confidence as you face the Eagles and the Bengals and the Bills and all the teams that come in the second half. Yeah, and that Dolphins offense is obviously explosive, but these matchups against down the stretch here, against Cincinnati, against the Philadelphia Eagles, against those Buffalo Bills, like those are hard hitting, tough nose, like championship caliber football team. So it's certainly not going to get easier for the Kansas City Chiefs as the season moves along here. But they are seven and two uh, atop a very tough AFC right now heading into their bye. And that's really impressive. As we know, they are they are not a finished product right now. But he is Pete Sweeney. Follow him on Twitter at PG Sweeney. I'm Steven Serta. That's where you can find me. Uh this is going to be the only Arrowhead Pride report this week as the Chiefs are going dark for their bye week. So no media, nothing to really react to as the Chiefs are on their bye week. But we'll still have plenty of content for you on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. So make sure you leave a rating and review as always. Make sure you stay locked into arrowheadpride.com. We'll have plenty of bye week content for you to, to help pass the time while we await the Kansas City Chiefs' uh, huge week 11 matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll talk to you guys later this week. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Call mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA.